I help entrepreneurs who grown their businesses for years from the ground up, a lot of times from nothing. And I'm the person that they work with when somebody comes to them and says, hey, you worked hard. I want to buy your company for 20 million, 50 million, 100 million. And these individuals who could never have imagined that their hard work could pay off that way. That's Kelly Galligan. I'm Cara Duffy. And this is the Powerful Ladies Podcast. Welcome to the Powerful Ladies Podcast. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, I, first of all, I'm so glad that Angie connected us. So everyone listening, Angie is my business coach. I'm a coach. I believe in coaches. I have a coach. She's amazing. And I always want to have a handful, usually around three to five experts that I can recommend to my clients around the world in um, accounting, uh, financial advisors, business insurance. And of course, we need them for law. And she connected me to you when I asked. And I think I have sent every person I work with since then to you because of how easy it is to work with you and your team. So before I go on a why we love you so much rant, let's tell everyone your name, where you are in the world and what you're up to. Awesome. Yeah, no, it's been so great to get to know you through Angie. Um, my name is Kelly Lucinda Galligan, and I am a partner at Rattan and Tucker, which is Orange County's largest full service law firm. Um, specifically there, I'm a general corporate lawyer. So I do anything, any type of, you know, entrepreneur might need. I can help you review or revise your contracts. Um, you're raising money. I can help you out there. If you have board needs, you know, someone to prepare your board minutes, I do that. But I would say the bulk of my legal work is mergers and acquisitions, helping companies buy and sell other companies. If when you were eight years old, did you imagine that you would be this badass lawyer? <laughs> um, no, I did not know what a mergers and acquisitions attorney was at eight. However, weirdly, from a really young age, all I knew was I wanted a job where I got to wear like really cool heels and suits. Like I always kind of knew I wanted that image, but I didn't know exactly what it meant. I love that. No, because there is, there's that vision of what it, it looks like to see a woman in power and handling business. And yeah, any of us who grew up in the you know 80s, 90s, there's definitely a power suit vibe that we have been like impressed with. Right? There's something badass about it that you're drawn to as a young girl, for sure. Yeah. What has surprised you the most about being a lawyer in how it aligns with your personal like passions and commitment? And like, how does it fill your soul up in ways you weren't expecting? Yeah. So I got into law, not from a personal values perspective. I didn't, <laughs> my dog's waking up just in time. Um, yeah. I got into law, you know, thinking I wanted to do very pointedly, actually, when I was in mm -hmm. law school, I decided I wanted to do private company M&A, which is what I do now. Um, and at the time I wasn't, I was just, I was just very, you know, driven and focused on this is what I want to do from a career perspective, but I wasn't taking into account, you know, how was that going to fulfill all my personal values? Fortunately enough, what I stumbled into was my practice of predominantly sell side M&A, which is I help entrepreneurs who, you know, in, in the Orange County space, they've typically grown their businesses for years from the ground mm -hmm. up, a lot of times from nothing, a lot of times foregoing um, 
their own salaries for many years, taking a lot of risk, Mm -hmm. you know, for themselves and their families to grow these businesses. And I'm the person that they work with when somebody comes to them and says, Hey, you've worked hard. I want to buy your company for 20 million, 50 million, hundred million. And these individuals who could never have imagined that their hard work could pay off that way, get that type of reward. And there's no one more deserving. There's no one who's more appreciative of it. Um, I, I cannot believe that, you know, in, in pushing for what I consider this incredibly, you know, like amazing, badass, high powered Mm -hmm. job ended up also being so soul fulfilling as well, Mm -hmm. because you really, really get to be with these very incredibly deserving people on like one of the most exciting days of their lives. And just how cool to be a part of that, but also just to witness it like happening live in front of you. Oh, absolutely. And you know, you, you really, really get close to these individuals. You are Mm -hmm. the first person they, you know, maybe after their husband or wife, the first person they talk to when they wake up and the last person they talk to when they go to bed and you're with them around the clock during this, this process. Um, and you, there's nothing that'll restore people's faith in humanity than getting to work with. I mean, this is why everyone loves small business owners. Mm -hmm. These people are salt of the earth, genuine people. Um, and I can't tell you the amount of business owners who, when they go to sell their first thought, isn't, you know, I can't wait to buy this car or this house or this vacation. I mean, that's very high up on their list, but what they are most concerned about and what they want to talk to me about most is what's happening to my business after my, I sell who's taking care of my employees. And Mm -hmm. something that's really cool is you will, I see, I've seen this countless times and every single time it still floors me. They will take money out of, you know, their purchase price proceeds and start handing out bonuses, uh, you know, bonuses that weren't promised out of their own Mm -hmm. pocket to these individuals that, you know, are kind of loyal to them and stayed with them throughout this. And it's, it's just like, it's, it's an incredibly powerful experience all around for Mm -hmm. sure. What I also find fascinating about you is for a lawyer who has been recently promoted, congratulations, and is just crushing it at work, you seem to have all of this capacity for being with your friends, for being outdoors, for golfing. Like You seem to live the most balanced life of a lawyer I have ever witnessed how do you do it? Like, is that a priority? Like, how do you make sure that you are not just working, but also living? That is so incredibly flattering because that is something <laughs> I feel like I struggle with every single day. So it, it means a lot that it, it feels, you know, it feels at least, it looks at least to the outside world that I've, that I'm juggling it all because, mm-hmm. <laughs> because I, I mean, it's, it's a balance every day. Mm-hmm. And of course we all, you know, we all say, I'd love to work out. I'd love to get time outside. I'd love mm-hmm. to walk my dog. I want to cook a healthy meal. I want to respond to every single email that comes into my inbox. Um, I want to spend time with my family. I want to spend time with my friends. How do I do it? You you cannot is kind of the answer. And yeah. every day, you know, something will fall by the wayside mm-hmm. and you try to balance it the next day and you say, oh, you know, I haven't seen my family in a few weeks. Um, I've got to, you know, I, I can't, I, you just, you, you make sacrifices here and there to make it all work. But mm-hmm. I will say at least I would say on average, Five times a day, I have an internal conversation with myself and I just, you know, you, you wake up in the morning, you look at your schedule and every, you have like, I, I'm a big schedule person. So mm-hmm. everything is here, here, here. There's no, you know, like I will even say 15 minutes, cut, cut up your salad. Like I yeah. love the schedule life. Um, and then of course the emails start coming in, the calls start coming in and you're like, but this doesn't fit into my schedule. And you take a step back and every day I have this conversation multiple times. How do you eat an elephant, Kelly? One bite at a time. And just, just respond to the next email, just, you know, and you just yep. keep going and it, it always works um, somehow, even though it feels like it's not going to, but um, 
it's, it's, it's every day. Mm -hmm. I don't know. (laughs) I, to me, my calendar is the most important thing I have. If it's not my calendar, it's not happening. I have to put in like workout. I have to put in take lunch because I mean, I've been recording. This is my fourth podcast recording today. And they're stacked in such a way where I like I happened to finish all the other edits I had to do for the last episode 20 minutes before our call. And I was like, yes, I can have lunch today. (laughs) Like, I'm like, this is amazing. What a luxury. Such a luxury. And that's why I think it's so funny when you hear people talking about how painful it is in like the corporate world today. They're like, we didn't even get to have lunch today. And I'm like, me neither. Like, <laughs> not that we should be celebrating that, but those things don't go away when you work for yourself at all. Yeah, uh, I believe it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This um this past year, it has been this the idea of wellness from like a both a physical and a mental standpoint has been. Mm-hmm my number one focus. I, you know, for, I graduated law school during law school throughout my practice, I'm starting my eighth year. Now my, my top priority has always been you build the most you are, you know, it's, it's, it's work, work, work first. And you slowly realize over time that mm-hmm. you're like, I'm, I'm getting a little less healthy. I'm a little like <laughs> getting a little more winded when I walk up those stairs and it is absolutely, you know, all the success in the world is not going to be worth it. If I just completely let myself yeah. physically and mentally deteriorate. So I totally, you know, I take, I'm now I'm, I'm sometimes unapologetically, I'm, I'm taking lunch. I'm, I'm going to yeah. use the bathroom because I've had to go for three hours yes. and I know these, I know these calls keep coming in, but I'm going to tell somebody I'm going to be five minutes. Cause yeah. it's like, a, it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a matter of, matter of personal wellness type of thing. So I am trying, it's yes. hard, but I am trying to prioritize that stuff more. Well, and I think as well, when you're in a role where one of your tools is how you show up physically, like what you're wearing, how you're standing, like that's part of the toolkit that you use when you're in negotiations in particular, or in an actual court. If you, you have a different command when you are someone who is healthy than someone who is not. And whether we like it or not, that's how jurors are listening to you. That's how other people in the room are. Like it changes it. So I think it's so important, and, and this is not just for lawyers. I think entrepreneurs need it as well. And anyone who's in a leadership powerful position, you have to remember that your personal health and wellness is part of the entire package that you are using to tell your story and communicate and make things happen. I couldn't I could not agree more. And I've now that I've gotten so into this, I've started reading studies on how you know your mind can work so much stronger, like creatively, if you have you know, if you get some sunlight, if you go for a walk. So now I'll, I'll draft something and then I'll say, okay, Cody, my dog right there. Um, <laughs> we're going to go out, we're going to go out for 30 minutes. Whereas before I would have, you know, no, we'll power through. It's great. It's great. But I think I'm a better lawyer. My clients are better served when I take those, those short little breaks and, and take care of myself. It's the only way I can, yeah, be the best lawyer I can be. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What are some things that you wish business owners knew about the law and how it can more likely than not, like help them and be something that they should be using more often. Yeah, I um, I think, if, well, I want to go both ways with this, with this yeah. question. First, I will acknowledge that a lot of businesses are run through handshake deals. And I think when I first started out, I was, you know, as a lawyer, you're so, the first thing you're taught is that is, that sounds horrible. There's the risk, the potential exposure, that's a terrible idea. 
And then once you start to get a little more involved in businesses, you realize that it is incredibly practical. And that's the way a lot of businesses run. Mm -hmm. And it's what is feasible for a lot of businesses. And I'm okay with it. From a risk perspective, a lot of times I'm okay with it. Mm -hmm. Um, On the other side of that, (laughs) there are countless times where, you know, clients come to us after they've drafted their own, you know, services or purchase type agreement. And um, there was a dispute and it's, you know, honestly, if you gave us five minutes to look at a contract, that provision that was ended up being in dispute would have been the first thing we pointed out. This is a huge red flag. And is if there's any dispute between the parties down the road, it's going to be related to this provision. Mm-hmm. You need to clean it up. Um, something super similar, simple, it would have been, you know, 20 to 30 minutes of your lawyer's time at the outset mm-hmm. is now, you know, litigation matter because you didn't think it was worth it. Um, So what I have started seeing a lot of clients do is particularly, you know, particularly with your clients that you send Mm -hmm. me, they're at the very, very early startup stage. Mm -hmm. It does not, it is, it's not feasible for them to spend, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars with me to review their contracts. It's just not, they would go out of business before they would (laughs) make any money. I acknowledge that. But what they're doing is they'll say, Hey, can you just five minutes, take a look at this. Um, Mm -hmm. Hey, you know, these 10 contracts are, the value is incredibly low. The risk profile is incredibly low. We're, we're providing some type of service. What are the chances? You know, it's very low risk. However, this is our number one customer or this -hmm. individual is going to be having incredibly access to incredibly proprietary information. This is where I want to spend my money on a lawyer and kind of Mm -hmm. focus on high risk areas. Um, I think that's, that is worth the investment to save from a, you know, an expensive dispute down the road for sure. Yeah. And I think that's what I've so appreciated with working with you and your team is that you guys are open to those small conversations to get people moving because there's there are areas that really make people feel founders fraud at a different level. It's when they aren't looking at their numbers, they don't have an accountant, they have contracts that they piecemealed based on what they found on the internet. Um, like they're so worried about all the things that they don't know. They don't know that they do know they're doing wrong. (laughs) So like having access to a team of lawyers that you guys offer where people, you can say, just look at it for five minutes. Like I'm panicking. Like, just tell me, is this like a 70% risk or hundred percent? Like I need to know that space. It matters so much because we just want to be able to move forward with confidence or at least not panicking. If it's like somewhere between the two, I don't want to panic about this. And I also don't like, how can I move forward? And that's having that momentum that you talked about of being accessible and moving people forward. That's what I think matters so much when we're bringing in an expert, because to your point, we can't spend a hundred thousand dollars to do all the things that you know, we should, and we probably know we should. So what can I do right now? So I can take a step forward and come back to and be like, okay, now that we actually have money, what else should we be fixing? Yeah, I mean, I appreciate you saying that because I've always, I always think of myself and I try to practice as an entrepreneurial type lawyer. So the way you're describing is is exactly what I try to do. You try to be realistic for your clients and provide them, you know, of of course I could give you, you know, worst case scenario after worst case scenario. And I could spend millions of dollars making sure every single thing in your toolkit is is perfect, Mm -hmm. um, but it's not realistic. So I do appreciate you saying that. Of course. You know, we're on the Powerful Ladies podcast, of course. So when you hear the words powerful and ladies, what do those definitions mean to you separately? And do they change when those two words are put next to each other? Oh, I love that question. Um, 
Powerful, I would mm-hmm. say, is your is, is how I would describe it, the, your impact outside of yourself. Just how you're impacting mm-hmm. the world and people in your in your universe. Um, ladies can mean absolutely anything, especially <laughs> in the professional context. Context and um, you know anyone who identifies as a lady has a different definition of it, and I love that. I have you know I work with some women who say lady to me means. I keep up with the men and I am, I am one of the men in the room. My handshake is the firmest. And, <laughs> and then, you know, women who say I'm, I'm the lady and I, I negotiate from a place I'm, I'm unassuming and I'm soft and I'm gonna, you know, mm-hmm. but I actually know more than every other person in this room. And I'm, people come about lady in such a different perspective. And I, I think lady mm-hmm. is such a, it's a very, very broad term. And then when they come together, somehow, I think it's, it's how it, it to me. It's how women support each other in the profession, or or in just in in life generally. Mm-hmm. Um, I was uh, I was jogging with my girlfriend last week, and we were talking about. We saw one of my girlfriends posted on social media about um, a women a female leader in the community who reached out to her when she was in law school, and was a supporter of hers. And this this woman was telling a story. You know the. You know, I, I met this incredible woman. I really looked up to her in law school. She's been there throughout my career. Um, and it was incredibly powerful. And the end of her her whole post was, I would love to, to do that for people going forward. And what was so funny about her post is this is a, a girl in law school. She was a classmate of mine. I knew her. But we weren't super, super close. But I can't tell you, anytime I've ever posted anything on, on social media or put myself out mm-hmm. there, she's one of the very first people to say, congrats, Kelly, you're killing it. I can't, you know, yeah. you keep going, girl. Mm-hmm. Like, she is so... So she's she's posting this thing like, I, you know, I can't I really, really want to be the type of woman who pays it forward and does the same thing for women that come after me. And I'm like, girl, you are you are doing it every single day. That is who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And so when my friend and I were running, we were talking about this dynamic and we were both concluding that women who have had other women or, or it can be men mm-hmm. or women before them who who really you know, instead of looking back and pulling up the ladder behind them and saying, you know, I, I had to, I had to do X, Y, Z to get where mm-hmm. I am. So you need to do X, Y, Z if you want to be where I am too. Instead, yeah. they've had people reach out a hand and say, you know, I want to advocate for you. I, I believe in you. I trust you. I want to give you these opportunities. Um, I want to support you in any way I can. It just creates a different mind a natural, it naturally mm-hmm. creates a different mindset in these individuals and they become people who, without even thinking about it in the world, they're supporting other individuals. And it, it almost has this ripple effect. And that is, mm-hmm. that is powerful ladies. Like if anything is, it's, yeah. you know, it's not, I'm powerful because I reached X, Y, Z position. I'm powerful because something I did touched this young woman and this young woman is now out in the world doing the same to other people. And that to yeah. me, there's nothing more powerful than that. That's incredible. The ripple effect is amazing. And yeah, it's it's amazing when you can see it in front of you and be able to be present with that moment. But so often, we have no idea the number of people that we've impacted, and and we also forget everyone who's who's impacted our lives too. So, I do really value those moments when you can be like, "This is it right now. This is what we've been working for." I just had I was in New York this past weekend, and we hosted. There were two things. One was a book launch party for a client, and it was super incestuous in the KDCC world of. It was my client's book, and she worked with another client to publish it and another client to do PR, and they crushed it. There were 500 RSVPs for this event. It was bigger than the event that the same organization did with, with M&M a few months ago. And I'm like, look at what happens when all of these heart-led business owners are coming together to make an impact. 
it's so much bigger than if it was Penguin Random House and who knows who. And like the, I feel sometimes that the bigger or not necessarily bigger, because I want people to be growing to their optimum potential. But when we start removing the why we're doing something from the business, the results that we can produce completely change. And it was really cool to see people really focus on their why and what you can do when the why is is present. Yeah, I love it. And you, I mean, you were absolutely a part of that ripple effect. You were posting about the event on your social media leading up mm-hmm. to it. You were talking it up and you showed up for your friend and it's a client, but a friend at the same yeah. time. And mm-hmm. you're constantly doing that. And those, you know, showing up and being there and showing support are little things that you do to be that, you know, and we all do to be like a part of that ripple effect. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it is, it's like incredible how powerful it can, it can be over time as it kind of snowballs. Mm-hmm. When you look at what you're creating for this year, what are you excited about? What does 2023 have on your to-do list and your to-manifest list? Oh, I love, so I love goal setting. So I did, mm-hmm. I did my, um my, I did 23 in 2023 and that was a ton of fun, a little overwhelming mm-hmm. sometimes when you look at all the things you want to accomplish in a year, but you know, eating the elephant one bite at a time. Um, creating though, I, let's see, two things come to mind. The first is, um, I think my law practice will be a little bit different this year because of, um, what's going on in the markets and the economy. I think, you know, M&A has been so hot for so long and I think it still will be, but I think deals are looking a little bit differently. And I think we're going to have to get a little more creative in the way we practice law. You know, it's not just, um, like, ah, oh, we have unlimited money to go buy unlimited things. Let's just throw money in. <laughs> and then the sellers get the money. And it's, it's, just not, it's not like that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that there are still a lot of deals to be had. We're just working differently and creatively with clients. And it's kind of fun, actually. It's, mm-hmm. um, so I've already, I've already started noticing that. So from a creative perspective, I'm excited about that. Um, and then another thing that comes to mind when you bring up creativity is um, in January, I think you've seen this, My one of my colleagues and I, she sits in the office next to mine, we launched a, and how do you even describe this, a, a M&A social media kind of marketing TikTok campaign, I guess you would call it. It's um, We created a, a, t- a TikTok account. It's called <laughs> Girl Next Office. She's in, she's in the office next to mine. You know, we close deals. It's late at night. We get a little goofy. Um, and we've always said like, there's something to this. There's something to mm-hmm. our energy and our, we both love our jobs. We love what I we do and it's fun. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a, it's like an M&A adjacent TikTok where we, you know, we post substantive content, but at the same time, we're also posting, um, you know, trending TikTok dances or voiceovers or whatever, but everything's kind of M&A themed. Um, that's actually surprisingly has been a total creative outlet and it's a ton of fun and it's goofy. I mean, I will fully acknowledge that I'm a a 35-year-old partner at Orange County's largest full-service law firm who's launched a TikTok. <laughs> like, I fully acknowledge the, the humor behind all of that, um, but I don't even care. It's a ton of fun, and we're having a blast doing it. We're just, we're, like, still honing in on our voice right now, and it's just, it's just us being who we are and a little bit goofy and a lot of energy and, you know, ladies, a ton of fun. <laughs> Well, I, to me, I love it because it's speaking to like who you are from a 360 perspective. So often when we are so focused on representing our brand and our business, it can be very serious. And you work in a very serious industry. And it's not common for a lawyer to talk about fashion or to show you having fun. And 
to allow yourself to be all of you. Like I choose to work with you because of who you are completely, not because just because like, oh, you're a great lawyer. That's great. But the fact that you have this whole life spectrum that you talk about or show or like there's such a relaxed approach to you that I don't think most lawyers have. And it really makes it more interesting and desirable and fun to work with you. You know, I constantly tell clients to be the unicorn that you are because you'll find your dream clients that way. And to me, this is just another extension of you being and telling people the unicorn that you are because you are fun and you are lighthearted and you're also amazing at your job and you can be all of those things. There's no but statement in there. It's all ands. (laughs) I love that. Thank you. I I mean, it's it's definitely a, like a vulnerable thing to put yourself out there, especially as yeah. you're mentioning, this is a very buttoned up profession. Um, yeah. And to show that kind of like fun, playful side of yourself is a little bit vulnerable in this industry, but yeah, we're doing it and we're having fun. <laughs> well, I just like seeing how it's changing also, right? Because there's, there's this stereotype of what a lawyer is, especially an M&A lawyer. And then there are the people who are actually there and doing it. And it's, just like every other industry, there's all sorts of people who are there. So why not let people know that not only do you get great work, but you might want to hang out with me too. You're welcome. (laughs) You're absolutely right. And it's, it's like funny to try to totally hide it because it's not like not a single M&A lawyer is not a human and doesn't have this personal side to themselves, but you're right. We, we have to like, we kind of pretend like we don't, but we do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're all like a little weird when we go home and we're all a little goofy <laughs> with our own families. <laughs> yeah, all of us. All of yeah, us, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've done an amazing job of networking and using the community to build up your brand and your business. What are some tips you would give people? Because a lot of people hear the word networking and they hate it. I always replace it with like, go make friends. But you've really stepped into that. So what are some actions you've taken and what do you recommend to other people? I love the go make friends approach. That is mm-hmm. 100% the approach I take to it. Um, yeah. I, I love, I'm have an incredibly outgoing personality. I love mm-hmm. a big room of people and a glass yeah. of wine and mm-hmm. an opportunity, you know, like that's a part <laughs> to me, that's a party yeah. to other people <laughs> that sounds miserable. Um, mm-hmm. and they would rather do, you know, a, a two hour one-on-one lunch and really, really get to know somebody or for them networking is they don't want to talk to anybody. They want to sit and, um, write an article that's going to reach a ton of people to everyone networking mm-hmm. looks different. Um, so I would say find what works with you. You know, if you're in, the way you describe it as, as making friends is what's your friend making style. Like I love, I'm a, the more the merrier type of person. If I, you know, for my birthday, my favorite thing would be to tell all of my girlfriends, we're all going to go somewhere together. I don't, you know, mm-hmm. I just think it's, I love the big group atmosphere, but it's not, it's not for everyone. So I would say find what works for you personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and networking can be, incredible, incredibly rewarding. I, weirdly enough, the, you know, when I started practicing, you start, you tend to be, you know, I, I tended to meet a lot of young female lawyers, for example, mm-hmm. is kind of like where my networking began and they have become an arm. I, my very, very best friends in this world. Mm-hmm. So it, it literally was go make some friends. And, and I made yeah. friends and I, they're super relatable because they're doing the same thing mm-hmm. I am. Um, and it's incredibly easy when you're networking is, hey, these individuals who might be referring me business or who might be potential clients um, happen to be my best friends. So yeah, let's mm-hmm. let's go on a ski trip together. <laughs> yeah. let's, and that, that's networking. I mean, men figured that out before women did for sure. You know, mm-hmm. how many 
you know, I remember being a, a first year associate and you look up at these, these male partners, because back then there were a lot more male partners than females. Um, and they're doing these, these golf trips, these week long golf mm-hmm. trips and they're networking and they're, their very best friends and they're, mm-hmm. but they're getting deals from it. It is networking. Yeah. It's, it's definitely mm-hmm. business development. And I don't see why women can't do that too. You know, it doesn't, if you don't like golf, it doesn't have to be golf. Maybe it, mm-hmm. maybe it's skiing, maybe it's cooking, maybe it's walking, maybe it's, it could be freaking anything. Um, but networking does not need to be talking to people you don't like and eating, you know, rubber chicken dinners that you don't like. It could <laughs> absolutely be girls trips or whatever, you know, fancy, yeah. you know, like anything you'd like for sure. Well, and I think one of the areas where new business owners also feel it's sticky is this idea of like, don't work with your friends or family, keep it really professional. Don't cross the line. It can be risky even legally to cross the line of things. And my advice is always breaking that down to figure out like, what do we need to communicate? What do we need to put in writing? What do we need to do so that we can honor the relationship, but not miss out on the opportunity to have this amazing person and their brain on our team. Um, And I love that you're going on trips with everybody because my rule is I want dream clients that I will go on vacation with. That's it. If I don't want to go on vacation with you, or I don't know yet, you're in like the, we're figuring it out queue. But the people who I'm working with long-term, I always am talking to, I'm always referring things. I That's who I want to hang out with because it is really exciting conversations in addition to growing the business. So from your personal and your professional experience, um, opinion as a lawyer, where do you think that line is with being friends and keeping it professional? It's, it's definitely somewhere. Um, you know, it's, yeah, I'm not Mm -hmm. asking my friends for personal loans or anything. There's some, there are for sure boundaries. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I mean, you're, you're, so you're the same way as me. You, you work with somebody and you can get totally drawn in and invested in them and their success. Think of how much better you are at your job when you work with people that you actually care about, because you, you maybe bill them for a session, you know, between two and 3 PM, but then maybe you grab a drink with them at 5 PM. And then maybe you guys end up chatting on the phone or texting, or you send you send them a meme later on social media, or you go for a walk. Yeah. You are providing, or you're just thinking about them. You're just lying in bed mm-hmm. thinking about them because it's an actual relationship and an actual friendship. Um, you are personally invested in what you do for them. Mm-hmm. And they could hire you, Kara, or they could hire, you know, Joe. Um, and Joe's not going to have that personal touch with them. And they're not going to get as good of service because they are not working with somebody who has like a personal investment in them. Um, yeah. So absolutely, there are huge benefits to working with people that care about you personally, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I So let's say your sister, Carrie, you say your sister works, works with you. And so does super demanding Martha. And you're, you know, Martha needs you, Martha needs you, Martha needs you. Your sister sometimes you know, sorry, I don't, I don't even know if you have a sister. Say your sister's name is Betty. Sorry, Betty. And, you know, Mar- Martha's calling again. I got to go. I'll call you back. Um, it's absolutely the case that sometimes the people that you're closest to, you know, will maybe get put put behind somebody in line who's who you're less close mm-hmm. to, who you have more of a professional relationship with. Um, but I don't, you know, I think, I think you can still work with them as long as you're not, mm-hmm. you know, overreaching and, um, yeah, no, I think it's totally doable. And I think if, if yeah. anything, it, it you can have, the absolute best possible service by working with people that have a personally invested relationship with you. Yeah. And and there are so many situations where clients would say the perfect person is for this role they were looking for, my cousin, my sister-in-law, uh, my best friend. And I'd be like, well, why are we passing up on perfect? Because you know them. Like, 
that we get so nervous about having to actually communicate our feelings <laughs> and and our expectations and the boundaries that we want to have. So it's been more of that journey. Um, but I'm glad to hear you say that you as a lawyer personally practice having deeper relationships with your clients. It makes me feel better about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're, I mean, Carrie, you're going to do the work either way with person A or person yeah. B. Why not work with person A that you're in love with? Like, yeah, it just makes your job much more rewarding. Yes. And I'm also wondering if we share this about, you know, falling in love with the people that we're working with. But I notice on like my personal relationships and dating, I'm really good at seeing possibility in people and it hasn't like harvested yet. I'm like, oh, (laughs) I'm in love with you as the possibility, not you right now. (laughs) So I have to like keep that in check quite often. (laughs) Totally. But what an amazing you know, opportunity for them to be with somebody like it's, it's so cool to have a relationship with somebody in your position because that's what you do for a living that, you know, socially they're also incredibly lucky because they're working with this woman who for a profession brings out the best in people and sees the best in people and tries to push people in the right direction. Granted, you know, it might get annoying sometimes. They're like, Kara, I'm not, I'm not trying to advance. I want to have a night where I cry and eat cookies. Yes. <laughs> but that's it. That's incredibly valuable for them too, to, yeah. to get that from you. Mm. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think as we are looking at what it means to be a powerful lady today, and so much is changing, and I feel really great that we are both part of generations where all the rules are continuing to shift, and there's more um, there's more diversity, there's more voices being heard, there's just more access and visibility. How has the changing landscape of, you know, the lawyer landscape shifted in a way that makes you sigh relief? for your own goals and where you want to see the industry moving forward? Yeah, I feel like I have come into the legal community at an incredibly fortunate time. Maybe the, not only is it not a disadvantage to be a woman, it is a huge advantage. You know, the leaders in the community that I'm, you know, that I'm coming up behind predominantly female at this point, it's, it's Mm -hmm. like, it's, it's not, you know, the women ahead of me who are in those positions didn't have that. I'm, in my experience, it seems like I'm the first generation who's working under women who've already kind of made it. Um, So I have the role model, I have the opportunity, um, but I still have the advantage of being um, kind of like the the female minority, particularly in the the M&A space, it's still pretty male dominated because it is an incredibly demanding position. And it's, it's definitely one where um, if you have kids, it's challenging for people who have kids because if a deal's going on, you don't you you don't say no to certain things. You can't just say I have to leave the office because I have to pick up my kid, or mm-hmm. you know I want to be home to tuck the kid in. The you know the answer from the client is sometimes a no. <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. So for that reason, there there still are I think a, a few less females in the M and A industry, um, and it is a huge advantage to be one of few women in your industry. But at the same mm-hmm. time, to have every opportunity that a man has. Um, in fact, I think in in seeing the way women work. Another advantage we have as lawyers is we, I don't know if it's that we have a softer side, but we're at least not afraid to express that softer side. So we're not uncomfortable working with clients and being compassionate towards them or um, kind of talking, you know, playing a little bit of that therapist role. Whereas I think a lot of men were trained that that's not how you practice law. You're very stoic and, you know, this is the, these are the deal terms, this is how it is. And women often are more comfortable taking a softer approach, approach and that can definitely help in negotiations. Um, and now I'm just going to overgeneralize, but women are also incredible at multitasking. You know, there's mm-hmm. a ton of, there's, 
the amount of moving pieces in an M&A transaction is, is mind-blowing. You know, the expression herding cats is so apt and <laughs> women are incredibly good at it. Um, we yeah. can, biologically or for whatever reason, we can see a lot of moving pieces happen and we can kind of, you know, see out of the corner of our eye, I know that's moving over there and I know that's moving over there and I'm focused here. Um, and that's an incredibly valuable thing for M&A attorneys. Um, so I think, you know, not only are the, I'm not seeing challenges, I'm only seeing opportunities for me, for the women ahead of me. There's um, inc I have incredibly strong associates underneath me right now. And these women are, and, and, and men, but excelling like unbelievably well. Um, so I, I think the opportunities are endless and I feel very fortunate that I kind of stepped into this position at the exact right time. We know that everyone who may want to work with you may not have the opportunity because there's just capacity. So if someone is looking to work with a lawyer for their business, what are some things you recommend that they ask about or look for when they're making that choice? Sure. So I, my heart lies with like entrepreneurial spirit. That is absolutely what gets me. People who have the entrepreneurial energy is like, you have my heart. I just have so much <laughs> I'm, I'm so sold by it. Like there's nothing more invigorating than someone who says, you know, I started this business and then, you know, their, their eyes start lighting up as they start telling you about it. And you won't believe this yeah. contract. And, oh, I need, I need your like legal work. You will not believe this is a contract we're about to sign. This is going to absolutely change the industry. I've been so excited to work with this key partner. It's incredibly innovative. Oh, and, and by the way, I also need to talk to you next week because I have this other idea. You know, there's this this like energy that entrepreneurs have and it's it's like this mm -hmm. zest for life and they're just excited. And um, I mean, we all meet people in this world who just, they kind of like sit back and they're a little bit, a little bit dead in the eyes. And <laughs> <laughs> regardless of how successful they are, there's not a lot of, they're not super dynamic and they're not pulling you in, mm -hmm. but then you meet these entrepreneurs. That's why, seriously, why I love my job. You meet these entrepreneurs and they have this spark in their eye and it's like they can't shut up and they don't want to and you don't want them to and it's it's contagious um that i will i will work with all day every day if you if you have that energy and you say let's do it and you know guess what we're gonna pull an entire week of all-nighters because this is that exciting to me <laughs> like i will run on your energy like let's go i am super excited about it so that's always what gets me going Mm -hmm. And for someone who's looking for a lawyer, what do you recommend they ask to evaluate if it's a right fit for them? That's a great question. The first thing to think about is the, the size of the law firm um, relative to the size of the business. So mm -hmm. there are tons of different types of law firms. You know, you have the, the big law firms and a lot of what they do is, you know, public company work. Um, a lot of those lawyers at a very early stage bill out at a very, very, very high rate. Mm -hmm. um, it's not going to be practical for business owners to use them to drop their contracts. Um, whereas, you know, you can get into like these mid-sized firms, Rattan, for example, my firm, um, we're full service, we're, you know, we're massive in Orange County, but we play more in the private company space. So we don't do a lot of that, you know, those large mm -hmm. international public company matters. Um, we work with, you know, more, you know, some startup work, but more like companies, you know, with enterprise values around like, $50 million, $100 million. Um, so you need kind of a mid-range attorney who's who's going to provide, you know, practical entrepreneurial type business, business legal advice, um, still provide you the legal protection and still, you know, making sure you're as protected as possible from a risk perspective while also being realistic and helping you run your business. Um, there are, you know, maybe you like working with there's they're solo practitioners, people who, you know, used to be at these big firms or used to be in small firms and decided they want to be solo and provide, um, you know, really like white glove type services. Maybe they take on one or two type clients. Mm -hmm. um, it's there's 
it's like 101 Dalmatians where every, you know, dog finds its human that looks exactly like him. There's absolutely like a lawyer for every type of business owner too. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's not, it's not like the, what questions do you ask? I think it's just like, why not interview a bunch of lawyers? Why not take them all out yeah. to lunch and, and see who fits? And it's, I think you kind of, you know, when you know, and chat a bit, mm-hmm. chat a bit with about, chat with them a bit about your business and see whose eyes glaze over when you start talking about your business and see who kind of leans in and gets a little bit excited about your business idea because you know they're going to be personally invested and you're going to want to work with them. Yeah, love that. We ask everyone on the podcast where they put themselves on the powerful lady scale. So if zero is an average everyday human and 10 is the most powerful lady possible, where would you put yourself today and on average? I am a 10. I am not going to hesitate with that. I'm absolutely a 10 because I give my best every single day. And every single day, it looks different for sure. Some days, <laughs> my best is a lot less than other days. <laughs> um, but I absolutely give my best. Um, one of my very best friends, you know, this is like years ago now, but this has stuck with me. She once was talking about me and she's, you know, off the cuff made a comment about, um, you know, Kelly. Um, you are the epitome of like a rising tide raises all boats. And I, I don't even think she knows. I need to tell her this actually, because <laughs> I've never been more complimented by anything in my entire life. I, and I talked to you earlier about what does powerful ladies mean? To me, it means impact in the world, in particular, positive impact and bringing up other people. Um, and that is absolutely of key importance to me. And I do try to do that all the time. Um, so yeah, I'm giving myself a freaking 10 today. I like it. Well, and I think it's a great opportunity to acknowledge you as well, because the impact that you have had on my business is also a ripple effect because of everyone I'm working with. The fact that I know I have you and and the team to refer for trademark questions or patents or everyday business questions, all the things, having a source to go to allows myself and so many of my clients that you guys also work with to sleep at night because we know what we don't know. And knowing that someone else knows that area and loves it and it's where they want to geek out so we don't have to, it's so refreshing because we can't do business by ourselves. We need a community. We need experts to work with. And having you guys is one of those pillars that myself and my clients can have and rely on or keep in our back pockets when we need you. It just allows us to focus on doing the things that we have to so we can grow and um continue to rise with with everyone else around us too. So thank you for that. Oh, thank you. And your support's <laughs> meant so much. Of course. Um, obviously, Powerful Ladies is also a big and powerful and capable community. So we're also asking everyone, what is something that you need or want that you can ask this group and see who can come back and give it to you, whether it's something that is on your to-do list and small, whether it's something that you're manifesting, what do you want to put out there to see um, what the Powerful Ladies can give back to you? Oh my gosh, that's a fun question. Um, I don't need or want for much. Things are pretty great, but um, I love, you know, continuing to like grow and develop relationships. So if like anyone listens to this and thinks there is something about me that connects me, you know, maybe not even, you know, I need your legal services or I know so-and-so who would, you know, I want to introduce you to, but from like a I'm another like strong female in the community and I would love to go for a walk with you and your dog one day or go grab coffee with you. Like I would love to make that connection. I would, that would be absolutely huge to me. So that would be my need, I guess. I love that. Um, So for everyone who wants to do that with you, grab the coffee, go for the walk. 
Where can they find you, follow you, and connect with you? Well, since I've already plugged the TikTok, definitely you need to follow <laughs> us on TikTok and Instagram. We're Girl Next Office. Um, but me as a as a non-TikToker, um, you can find me online at, you know, if you Google Kelly Galligan Lawyer, that'll always come up. My email is kgalligan, that's K-G-A-L-L-I-G-A-N at rutan, R-U-T-A-N.com. Um, also on Instagram, LinkedIn, Kelly Galligan. You can find me anywhere. It's easy to find people nowadays, but I like, feel free to reach out. I would absolutely love that. It has been such a pleasure to have you in my life and now to have you on the podcast and share you with everyone listening. Thank you so much for taking the time today and giving us your advice and wisdom. And I can't wait to see what we're going to create together this year. Thank you so much. That was so fun, Kara. All the links to connect with Kelly and Rutan are in our show notes at thepowerfulladies.com. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening and please leave us a rating and review. They are critical for podcast visibility. Come join us on Instagram at powerfulladies or at Kara underscore Duffy. And if you want to book a meeting with me, visit karaduffy.com. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, I hope you're taking on being powerful in your life. Go be awesome and up to something you love.